Good morning, I'm Josh Holton with the WMNF News Headlines. A panel of Florida senators listened to hours of testimony on a bill that would ban abortion after six weeks of pregnancy yesterday. The bill comes after the Republican-controlled legislature last year passed a ban on abortions after 15 weeks of pregnancy. Supporters of the six-week limit have described it as a heartbeat bill because they say fetal heartbeats can be detected about six weeks into pregnancy. State Senator Aaron Grawl is the bill's sponsor. Abortion has touched every single one of us, and we should grieve for what we have done as a country, and we should make certain that our laws reflect the strongest protections for innocent life. Opponents of the bill, including State Senator Lori Berman, feel a six-week limit would effectively ban abortion as many women don't even know they're pregnant at six weeks. When we consider pregnancy and menstrual math, a six-week ban actually limits abortion to only four weeks after conception and only one week realistically from when a woman could find out that she's pregnant. Under the bill, moving to a six-week limit would be contingent on the Florida Supreme Court effectively upholding last year's 15-week law. It is unclear when the court will rule on the challenge, though it is probably going to be after the legislative session. The bill easily passed the committee with senators voting along party lines. It heads to the full Florida Senate for a debate on the floor, and that could be as early as tomorrow. The Hillsborough County School Board has expanded a proposed book ban countywide as it voted 4-3 to three yesterday to remove the book, This Book is Gay, from all middle school libraries in Hillsborough County. More than 50 speakers were at public comment. The book had been unanimously approved by two committees at Pierce Middle School, but two parents without children attending the school challenged the book based on sexually explicit language. School board attorney Jim Turner cautioned that the only thing before the school board to decide yesterday was whether to accept this appeal for Pierce Middle School and that anything further would open them up to possible legal challenges for not following the process. The motion on the floor is the superintendent's recommendation, which is to not allow this book as gay in any middle school in Hillsborough County. That's I had understood the recommendation would be limited to Pierce. The superintendent went broader than was noticed today. Nadia Combs, Jessica Vaughn, and Karen Perez did not vote to ban it from all middle schools because they had only agreed to consider it for Pierce Middle School. Board member Patty Rendon had cited Florida statutes such as 847 to explain why she said the board needed to keep pornographic materials out of some schools. Although the board agreed the book was not pornographic, it just may not have been geared towards uh, kids younger than high school. Some high school students said that the book provides valuable nonfiction information. Nadelli Lafita is a senior at Lato High School. Movie showed men and women in relationships, but never anything else. I just needed someone to tell me that it was okay to like whomever I needed. I wanted to share my story, not for pity, but to spread awareness of the problems behind being in the LGBTQ community that go unproved on a day-to-day basis. If I had this book in middle school, it would have made it easier to discover my true self. Someone who isn't afraid to love whom they love. This book gives awareness to a topic that is barely represented. At the end of the book, it states many resources kids can go to if they ever need help or someone to relate to. And as board member Stacey Hahn says, there's a workshop to look at how books are evaluated next month. Last year, anti-Semitic incidents in the U.S. surged to historic levels. WMNF's Chris Young reports. CEO of the Anti-Defamation League, Jonathan Greenblatt, says that 2022 was a historic year for anti-Semitism. These incidents are an ugly manifestation of this growing belief and this normalization of anti-Semitic ideas, anti-Jewish tropes, 
and ugly conspiracy theories. A total of 3,697 incidents were reported in the United States, with Florida having the fourth highest number of incidents in the nation. Some events were directly linked to anti-Semitism events in pop culture, with 59 of the incidents directly linked to hip-hop artist Kanye West, who went viral for his multiple anti-Semitic comments. However, Emily Snyder, anti-Semitic incident specialist, doesn't want Jewish people to fear. I guess first and foremost is that my hope is that Jewish people in our country don't see these numbers and have the immediate urge to run and hide in fear. Um, That is not the purpose of this. The purpose of this, I hope, is to be a call to action. The Anti-Defamation League encouraged people to share information about these statistics and advocate for diversity training in businesses and schools. For WMNF News, I'm Chris Young. Only 20 counties in Florida have the ability to remove local officials. Lawmakers are considering a proposal that would give that power to all 67 counties. As Valerie Crowder reports, it's something that a grassroots movement that started in the panhandle has been pushing for since 2020. A Senate proposal would ask voters to amend the state constitution to allow unchartered counties to recall local elected officials. It's something that Santa Rosa County resident Chance John Meyer has been working to get passed for years. I've always been interested in politics, so I was uh, staying pretty close to the local discussion with county politics. And there was just a lot of uh, built up frustration amongst the citizens with some of the uh, county commissioners. And uh, the question came from me, why can't we just remove them? And they said that can't be done. That's not an option. And uh, I've always been one that uh, doesn't like the no answer. John Meyer says that's why he started doing some research. He found nearly four dozen counties in Florida aren't allowed to remove local elected officials because they don't have a formal written charter. John Myers says he believes it's a violation of those residents' First Amendment rights because it limits their ability to hold elected officials accountable. It's created this situation where the citizens of Florida have unequal protection from corrupt county officials, which is also a 14th Amendment violation. John Meyer started a Facebook group called Recall Florida in 2020. It now has more than 4,000 members. Members from across the state have written to their representatives, urging them to vote for the proposal allowing every county elected official to undergo a recall. If we're successful with the Recall Florida movement, all that it does, it doesn't change process. All that it does is it makes that process equal across the board for charter and non-charter counties. And John Meyer says hundreds of Recall Florida members sent emails to their state representatives calling on them to support the measure this year. The proposal would amend the state constitution. If it passes the legislature with a two-thirds vote in each chamber, then it would go on to the 2024 ballot for a referendum vote. I'm Valerie Crowder. It is uh, mild, mostly cloudy in the Tampa Bay area. Highs today in the mid-80s. Lows tonight will be in the lower 60s. Hot weather for the rest of the week. I'm Josh Holton with the WMNF News Headlines on 88.5 FM and WMNF.org. This Daily Digest of News Headlines was produced at the studios of WMNF Tampa by Taylor Lovejoy.